You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, the weekend is a great time to catch up on a movie or two. Maybe you are curious about what's in theaters and what's faith-based and what you might want to check out. Well, we are talking with Paul A.C. from Plugged In Movie Review all about that. Plus, they've got some movie awards to tell you about. Paul, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. So happy to be here. You know, my family went out this weekend to see a movie. It's so hard to go see a, a movie. We've got a 10-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a, a 54-year-old, right? So <laughs> what do we do with that? And so we went to see Migration. What an adorable movie. Just It was it was one that kind of makes everybody laugh. And I, I was able to leave the theater going, boy, I appreciate the fact that they still make a movie that I can take my family to. So I, I, uh, here, here for that movie. It's it's a little, I mean, it's dumbed down a little bit because it's for kids, but still at the same point, just something I could have taken my family to and said, whew, I didn't have to worry about anything. Well, that's really true. And, and honestly, sometimes I think that those, those animated movies, uh, if they're done well, they really can can hit home for for families you know mm-hmm. it, back in the day i think that they were considered just just kid stuff right but but then with with pixar and toy story all of a sudden it became sort of this this all ages type of thing where sometimes i think the adults actually enjoy it and get more out of some of these these really really good animated films than than the kids do (laughs) well one movie that's out in theaters this weekend brand new is ordinary angels and i know it's being pitched as a faith-based film so i'm curious about your review and your thoughts and i know it's got some pretty big names attached to it as well yeah it really does i i I don't know honestly if i've ever seen a two-time oscar winner in a Christian movie before, but that's that's sort of what we have with Ordinary Angels. It stars Hilary Swank, and it's about this guy, the, the, the guy who it's sort of centered on. His name is Ed Schmidt, and he is a father of two. He's a single father. He's played by the guy who, who plays Reacher on Amazon Prime. He's a huge, huge guy. You see him in a much, much different role here where he is uh, tender, he is hurting, and he is just trying to do the best for his little girls. His wife died of a terrible liver condition, and his daughter is dying of the very same thing. He is out of money, and he has lost his faith a long time ago. In stepped Hillary Swank's character, whose name is Sharon, she's a brash hairdresser. She drinks way, way, way too much, uh, but she is touched by this story for some reason, and and she takes it upon herself to, you know, she meets them actually at uh, Ed's wife's memorial service, and she says, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? Which is what we always say, right, in those moments of tragedy. But the thing about Sharon is that she follows through. She's starts this fundraiser and pretty soon she has kind of moved in <laughs> to this family's life in a way where she she really walks alongside them to see what they can do to save his little girl and maybe maybe keep keep the family solvent at the same time. It's a really, really inspiring story. It's rated PG. Um, and probably the biggest thing the families are gonna have to watch out for is is Sharon's alcoholism. That is depicted pretty grittily uh there's a there's just a tiny bit of of i guess i would say uh crude language uh but really it's it's that alcoholism the idea that sharon 
is broken and she admits that she's broken. She's struggling with this condition and it comes up again and again. And uh, we see how it's impacted her life. Um, but I think that that in some ways makes the story all the more powerful because the movie doesn't flinch from that very serious problem. It it points back again to the fact that these faith-based films are, they shine when it comes to storytelling. We We see that time after time, don't we? We really do. We really do. And honestly, I think faith-based movies are getting stronger and stronger. Uh, this is a great example. And, and I, I think that, that, that Hilary Swank's place in this movie illustrates just what really great acting can do for a story. Mm. Uh, this is the type of movie that, that I think that if you're a Christian and you want to take someone who might not be part of your faith to a movie, this is something that's not going to embarrass. This is something that, that is a really compelling story, no matter your faith. But it has those, those really organic, subtle faith elements that, that can resonate with a Christian audience. Well, the other thing that's in theaters right now and has been with different episodes. And which will is, be. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of different, is The Chosen. Now, we're talking, I mean, that's a TV show, but somehow in theaters. Uh, get us caught up on what's there for us to enjoy. Yeah, so The Chosen, this is a really interesting story, actually. Just, just from an outsider's point of view to see how The Chosen has done in theaters. You're right. These are these are television episodes. Uh, essentially, we're, we're what the what the creators of the chosen have decided to do is release season four uh, in 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 every two weeks in theaters. So we saw the first three episodes come to theaters uh, at the beginning of February. Three and a half hours long. Three and a half hours long. And yet, it it, it was the second most highest. Uh, lucrative movie at the box office, quote-unquote movie at the box office, uh, the week it came out. Uh, just recently, the next three episodes have been released, and in, in at the very, very beginning of March, March 1st, I believe, uh, the last two episodes of season four are going to be out in theaters. Make the intermission great again. That's what they've done. They've made the intermission great again. If Marvel would have learned this, life would have been so much better. Was there an intermission? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, interesting. You are not kidding. Man, oh man, where are the intermissions with these huge movies? Right. uh, We all need a break, please. (laughs) We just don't have that kind of endurance, you know? We drink the pop, we gotta go. (laughs) Exactly. But that is something a little bit different, I I guess, that we can enjoy. And I know that um, Plugged In, you, you guys are doing some movie awards again this year, right? We are. We are. Yeah, it's a it's always an exciting, busy time of year. You know, the Oscars are coming out on March 10th, I believe. And so we don't want to let the Oscars have all the fun. We we really want to turn, you know, our readers attention to, to some stuff that we really liked this year. And so um, every year about this time, we start rolling out our, our plugged in movie awards. And, and since we've been talking about the uh, the Christian movies and how much better they're becoming, I think that this year is a great example of that. Uh, typically, we, we nominate five movies in four different categories, best movies for kids, teens, adults, and best Christian movie. And when you look at our Christian category, it is as diverse and as strong as I have ever seen it. Uh, Jesus Revolution has shown up in there, which did really well at the box office as well. 
um, we had this this quirky sort of stage production called The Hiding Place, which is, of course, about Corey Ten Boom's story. Uh, Surprised by Oxford, a gritty story, just sort of mirroring C.S. Lewis's journey to faith uh, through this young woman's eyes who's starting to explore the faith herself. We have an R-rated horror movie called Nefarious in the Mix. And then, of course, we have uh, Journey to Bethlehem, which is, which is a nativity musical. It's, it's, it's a crazy mix of, of movies. Uh, but I love the diversity that we're seeing. I love the chances that some of these directors have taken with their their movies. Um, and, and I think that the quality is just getting stronger and stronger. And there's one movie that you did not mention. Do you mind going here for a second? There's one movie you did not oh, mention, no, no, no. and that's Sound of Freedom. Um, what was the, I mean, that was pretty big when it came out. I mean, that was huge when it mm-hmm. came out. It was huge. And it is by far one of the biggest stories of the box office this year. For sure. Uh, it, it is, I think it beat out, you know, some huge heavyweights in terms of the, the audience that it drew. It, it out-earned Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. It out-earned the Mission Impossible movie. So it, is, it was a huge deal. The reason why it didn't make our list, uh, the primary reason is really, even though it was, it was kind of a faith-based movie, it's done by Angel Studios, it actually didn't have a lot of faith content in it. It was a really compelling story of this guy going out and and rescuing these children. Um, But in terms of the actual faith uh, content in in the film, you see a couple of Bible verses. You see uh, maybe a prayer. Uh, but, But beyond that, there just wasn't a lot there. So we didn't feel it really fit like our our category is as far as a Christian movie. So that's why it didn't quite make our list. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, we also invite all of our readers to come and and vote for their own movies. And one of the beauties of lists like this, honestly, is for people to tell us where we screwed up, right? <laughs> we, <laughs> we really like for people to let us know what they loved. And so there's always an option that, that, as we roll out our own winners, our, our readers, our listeners can go and they can say, this is a movie that you didn't list that I really loved. And we'll be talking about those, too. Kind of like a People's Choice Award. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so where exactly. do we go? Yeah. Where do we go to kind of vote and, and find out more about your these categories and the movies that are nominated? You bet. You can go to PluggedIn.com. That's where all of our stuff is. Uh, and you can go to our blog. Uh, that's probably the best place to, to find kind of our list for all of these different categories. Um, and there's just a blog tab right at the very top of the page where you can go. Um, but you can also, you, so you can vote right there on the blog. You can also uh, chime in with your thoughts on Facebook and Instagram on, on our on our outlets there as well. So and we'll actually be revealing the winners um, in a couple of weeks on our Plugged In podcast. Do you have them in front of you? I mean, we've got a couple minutes here. Could, could you go through, like, the kids category for us? You bet. Absolutely. Um, so we've got, again, another wide ver- variety of movies here. Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, which is a movie that I, I reviewed and really enjoyed, i got to say. That's the one I'm going to be pounding the table for. We have The Little Mermaid from Disney, the live-action remake, Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, which you wouldn't think would be quite meaty enough for, for kids. Uh, or, or for this category, but it was a delightful movie. Um, and Spice Kids Armageddon 
And then we have Super Mario Brothers movie. So those are our five nominees in, in that category. We also have sort of an honorable mention, The Velveteen Rabbit, oh. uh, that, that we gave a little call out. It's a, it's a cool 40-minute Apple TV Plus show that has some wonderful resonant messages, beautiful imagery, um, but it's only 40 minutes long, so it doesn't technically qualify as a movie. But what, we, did, what, we okay. did let people know. What qualifies as a movie? What did, did they need to put a, another song and dance in there, or what did they need to do? How long does a movie have to be? <laughs> so technically, a movie would be 60 minutes or longer. So that's sort of the, the criteria that we have. Anything else is, is qualified as a special. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, Little Mermaid has my vote for that category. <laughs> uh, how about teens? <laughs> so teens, we've got Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which is a, it's a movie that's not going to be a fit for everybody, I don't think. But, man, it, it talks about faith in some very interesting ways. Mm. Uh, the first slam dunk, which is a movie that maybe four people in the entire world have seen. But it's a beautiful movie. <laughs> uh, this animated movie from, from Japan that has some fantastic messages. Uh, D&D Honor Among Thieves, which has been one of our more controversial nominees. Uh, a beautiful movie, in my opinion, is A Million Miles Away. Uh, which is the story of this astronaut who works for decades to get up to space, has this dream. He's a migrant farm worker, and he eventually makes his way up to space based on a true story. And Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse closes out our teen teen nominees. This is crazy. These last two categories, I haven't seen any of these movies. (laughs) Can you believe that? (laughs) All right. right. What's the last category you've got? Maybe I've seen something here. Well, well, we can cross our fingers. We'll see. Yes. Uh, our adult category, which is always one of the more fun ones that we, we go into, uh, because we're really dealing with some serious content issues, potentially, with some of these movies, mm-hmm. but they have such strong messages, and they might be so resonant. So we have Boys in the Boat, uh, which just came out this, this past holiday season. Godzilla Minus One, believe it or not, made it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we debated that for teens, but some of the imagery was just so strong, we decided to, to throw it into the adult category. It can be a pretty sad, harrowing movie for, for, for kids and teens. We have, an, we have a, a PG-13 horror movie called Megan, and then uh, also one that was nominated for a Best Picture Oscar, uh, the Zone of Interest, which is a very interesting German language film uh, about a family that lives right next to Auschwitz. All right, I finally found a movie. Out of all those categories, I found a movie I've seen. All which right, is? What, was what was it? What do you? Yeah, which? which... Okay, I was going to see if you could guess. I, it. Maybe... I can guess it. The Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I that was it. <laughs> I, I, and I really like that movie because it had a lot to say about the importance of family. I mean, it's it's that yeah. movie surprised me a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about in terms of, right. you know, when you see Rocket Raccoon's story, that's a hard story to right, wander right. through. But man, is it a beautiful, resonant story, especially kind of in that superhero genre. I'm done know? with Marvel, but that one surprised me. That one that just surprised me. So anyway, yeah. yeah. thank you so much. This has been a <laughs> lot of fun. We've got some ideas for this weekend also. <laughs> great, great. So happy to help. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, plugged in movie reviews. They're always helpful so you know what's out. And then you can also see what's going to be appropriate for you and your family. We didn't even get to talk about Dune, which is coming out next week. But do you have a review on that up at the site? 
we will have it up very early next week. I've seen it, so I can tell you that it is harsh and it is good. I'll just leave huh. it at that. Oh, cliffhanger. You'll have to go to the blog at right. Plugged In to find out more about that. And again, we've got a link to it at ericandbridget.org. All right, Paul, thank you so much for your help today. Hey, thanks so much.